Today is August 22nd. The Yankees are the best team in baseball. Nine in a row. They just took three from the Minnesota Twins. They canceled the fourth game because the Twins didn't even want to show up. Special episode, RIP John Boy and the Hamstring. Trevor Plouffe is in the building with BBD. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. My name, Jake Storielli. Uh, you're probably used to hearing the voice of John Boy, Jimmy O'Brien, my good friend. He is about 10 feet away from us. Yeah. Through a hotel room wall uh, with a very <laughs> poorly pulled hamstring, which... Well, I wouldn't say poorly. He really pulled. Right. Yeah. I, depending how you use the word poorly. We'll, uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to find out if it's uh, we're getting old, pulled hamstring, and that sucks, or if it's <laughs> we might be making a hospital run. And with me to make those decisions with producer BBD is Trevor Plouffe, host of the number one baseball podcast in the land. Yeah. People are saying... Uh, former Minnesota Twins, great. So yeah. it works out. We're talking a little bit of Twins. Uh, and Trev, David, I think we're going to have a little fun today. I think we'll get through the Twins series a little bit. It already feels a little weird. They canceled the Sunday game on Saturday. The Yankees have dominated the Twins for the last 20 years. What was, I mean, I tweeted that out. It was 106 to 38 over the last, since 2004 or 2002 or something like that. So, yes, it's been... A couple decades. It's crazy. And, you know, I know the Twins have had some down years, but they've also had some really nice years, especially recently. But we're going to talk about those, and we'll get that through the front half of the show. We're going to do some awards and stuff. We'll have some fun with it. And then at the end, I think we'll talk some big-picture Yankees stuff because it's starting to get excited. Yankees' second-best record in the AL. So, Trev, who... Is that true? Yeah. A lot of you might know this from... Uh, talking baseball, but we're talking, uh, you know, some big picture stuff with the Yanks. Maybe, maybe Trevor poke some holes at the Yankees roster and maybe BBD will get mad at him. But for now, Trevor, how are you, my good man? Jacob, big, big dong. I'm doing great. And, you know, I do want to give a shout to Jimmy because yeah. he laid it all out on the line today. He fell. And then we had some activities afterwards that he participated yeah. in with a bum leg. So, um, Shout out James, but I'm happy to be here filling in. Uh, this is look, we were, you and I were going to go out tonight in Milwaukee, yeah, but we said no, we're going to go live, yeah, let's do it. I have a Modelo here, I'm not sure if I'll be drinking, yeah, Add I might, could happen. Early sponsor, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, first show from Milwaukee, yeah, uh, so that's a big one. Jim said this is the first without a BBD, is that true? I, I uh, it's it's unequivocally false. I, I, didn't yeah. we have one or we two had this one, year? We had one this year, Nat's recap, that I, so I filled in from right. there. And last year, he got the Covey. Right. Um, 
And COVID. Trev filled in for a voicemail episode. Right. Gosh, so I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this is not my well, first Well, that's where I, I felt a little, because he just put out the tweet, and I felt very sad for him. He's in a bad spot. I think he was in yeah. a bad spot, and he just multiplied the bad spot a little bit. But it's still a bad spot, and I he's, know. He's definitely in a bad spot, and him thinking it was his first miss probably multiplied that. And then you don't mm. correct that, because then it's like you can't. Oh, I, tw- yeah. I replied to yeah, his tweet. Let's, but okay. Yeah, let's let <laughs> okay. him know. So BBD did. Absolutely. <laughs> so BBD did. Get your uh, kicks in now. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get a surprise, and we'll get a, a hobbled hop over here in a minute. Uh, but as of now, we're in <laughs> our beautiful hotel room in Milwaukee. I was going to yeah. give it away. Yeah. We, Actually, it's a nice room. We do probably need to give a shout-out early, and if you're watching live, uh, you're seeing me... In the Cerveceros jersey, which is awesome. The Brewers gave this to us today. The Brewers hooked it up for us today so much. So shout out to them. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, it's probably could be a little confusing seeing that and listening to a Yankees podcast. But what the Brewers rolled out for us today was top notch. And as a reminder, um, everything we've done at this company was built on talking Yanks. This is the flagship. So, And hey, maybe the Brewers... Is a team the Yankees could run into. Oh, my goodness. Later. I don't think you want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Someone in the chat said that the Cerveceros jersey looks kind of like the word Avarex if you look close. Oh, wow. Which What's is that important to the show. You don't know what Avarex means. I don't. You're, uh, you're not like an Rez? Avarex king? <laughs> it's kind of like Rez. <laughs> um, Avarex. Well, let's... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what Avrex is in a little bit. Okay. Let's get into the games. Yeah. Because um, we are going to go through the three Twins games again. Sunday got suspended preemptively, which was pretty nice by the Yankees. We're happy yeah. about that. Just not mess around. I'll tell you who's happy about that. The Yankees. Yeah. The actual Oh, Yankees. my God. You get a free off day. And, and they know the night before. You know, yeah. a, a big topic in Yankee land has been bullpen usage. And with the extra day, they get a bonus little rest day. So that is a fun discussion. Let's... Burn through the games. Oh, speaking of burn through the games. Mm. You know it, baby. <laughs> and uh, there may be some of this going down in Milwaukee tonight. Cushy Dreams, Talking Yanks. You guys know Cushy Dreams. John Boy Media. You guys know Cushy Dreams. They've been rolling with us all year, man. All year. They are the best. It is smokable CBD with BBD. Trev, the part I always tell the people, you want to relax. Yeah. They got that. Yeah. You want to create? Yep. Hustle, okay. Peace, sure. Energy, yep. Dream. They have all of those in Indica and Sativas. They've got the one-time pre-rolls. They got the eights. Trev, you, I can kick yeah, this to you. you can kick it to me. You've I, cushy drink. I, I'm, not, I'm not high right now because people are probably asking that. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do enjoy the cushy dream stuff because of the labels, like you said. You, you pick what you want to do, man. You're, that's, that's the beauty of where we're at now in the hemp CBD cannabis era they do a great job labeling and it's all like super high quality and dude the other thing i always tell people like if you haven't tried it why not it can benefit your life whether you're trying to get more sleep or you're just trying to calm down or if you're trying to create a create. little bit so go check them out cushydreams.com promo code yanks 20 percent off your next order nice. could be your first could be your next won't be your last send, me, send me that promo code that's promo code Yanks, Thank baby. You. I got that. 20% off CushyDreams.com. Uh, BBD, we're going to do a power speed burn Yo, of all three games. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to lose control here in my composure, and that's fine. Because, um, I don't know. 
It's been a day of that. There's been a lot been of that. A day of that's that? what today has been. <laughs> yeah. And like the twins. What the hell, man? We'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about we'll that in a second. That. Jeez. We'll talk about that in a second. Gosh. Let's do a BBD. On your mark, get set. Arr. Grab your Jameson as Tyone takes the bump for the Yanks, trying to continue his hot streak in the second half of the season. First, John Gant. Trade piece for former Yankee legend J.A. Happ. And in the third, Higgy Smalls gets big with the RBI double. It's 1-0 Yanks. And then King Louis V. Lewis Linwood Voigt. You're going to hear his name a lot coming up. It is 3-0 Yankees. Rizzo's back. I like that Rizzo guy. Sack fly. 4-0. Higgy gets even bigger with the two-run home run. It's 6-0 Yanks at this point. The Twins, eh, eh, they actually push a couple runs across. It's six to four in the eighth. But Giancarlo, we might talk about him in a little bit, mm. Trevor. Next guy chasing 500. Congrats, Miguel Cabrera. It is seven four. This would finish seven five final. Yanks go Tyone Peralta, Britton, Chad Green, which takes us to game two. BBD, we're just gonna run right right through it as Nestor Cortez Jr. takes the bump. In game two, as they hope to see Barnes lose, as that's the pitcher for Minnesota. And I don't even know his first name, but it says C. Barnes, so I made that joke. And speaking of joke, in the first, Luke Voigt, the kid from the Bronx, Velasquez, RBI walk, and the Gardner did it with the RBI single. It's 4-0. The judge, he gavels a homer. It's 6-0. It's deja vu all over again. Yogesh, miss you, big guy. And then Voigt on the ground rule double. Now it's 7-0. Josh Donaldson. He hits a home run. Trevor Plouffe's hitting coach. We'll discuss that. And speaking of new potential hitting coaches, Luke Voigt. He hits a home run. He caps off a four-hit day for the Yankees. And then go DJ. DJ LeMahieu, can he find his power stroke? It is 10-2 Yanks as they take the second game. Final game of the series. Cole World can't get enough. Can't get enough. I ain't got no kids yet, but this right here is for practice. I hate to get the hands of the bed. But that's how good you're. Garrett Cole versus Kenta Maeda. Tyler Wade, you're looking at him. RBI single. Tyler Wade scores on a wild pitch. One of the Yankees' best offensive weapons this season. It's 2-0. Make it 3. Stanton. Big G unit double. 4-0. BBD. 6-0 again after Lewis Linwood Voigt. Oh, Luke 316. 6-0. Deja vu all over again. Deja vu all over again. Polanco homers, but more importantly, the kid from the Bronx, Velasquez. I love this guy. A little John Gruden. Whoa. Yankees win the final game 7-1. They go Cole, Licky, Abreu. Yanks sweep the Minnesota Twins. A little dizzy. That was good. It's like three little burns and one big burn. I don't think I've seen one live yet. I mean, that was you know normally there's a lot there's a lot more jokes going on, but you just heard three at once. You freestyled. I kind of freestyled that. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm like very impressed with what you just did. I say it felt like my little dicky on that that show. It's a good show. It's a good show. Trevor. BBD, BBD, let me start with you. Um, you are the resident Yankee fan here, along mm-hmm. with myself. 
Um, I also, I had a pretty crazy weekend leading up till Milwaukee. So I was watching most of this from the phone and in and out. So BBD, start wherever you want. And we are going to do some awards, but um, I, I guess we should start around the first game because I guess my initial question to you would be, it's the eighth inning and it's 6-4. Are you, is it scary? Um, got, this game was so long ago. Yeah. That like, I don't remember it super well, but I, I do recall feeling a little bit of like, oh, is this, really happening because first game of the series obviously they just swept Boston so you, you expect them to maybe take the foot off the gas a little bit because the Yankees kind of just do that and you don't trust them to not just like take a break um, and and the Twins have been playing good ball lately with a lot of comeback wins so it, it, there's a little bit of that when it cuts from 6-0 to 6-4 late and, uh, and Britain's struggles have been documented and he gives up a run and so yeah, I don't know. It, it did get a little scary, but I didn't get like scared. Scared? Okay. I don't know. No, that I didn't go all the way there, but I also kind of never do until it happens. So I don't know if that's me. I think Twitter would tell you it just was scary. And yeah, almost really. Embarrassing. I, I guess the way you're saying that is is interesting coming off Boston because you don't want to lose that momentum. You've got a win streak going. And if the Twins, who, Trev, they have been beating people recently. They've they kind have. of been a fun Good team. Teams they beat too. Tampa, Houston, and the White Sox. Yeah, won three series in a row. Maybe four series in a row. Against, you know, arguably the three best teams in the American League. So, um, with that, I mean, Trev, is there... God, I don't know. Do you want to talk about this game? Do you want to talk some Twinkies? What, where are you at? I want to talk about Britain a little bit. We, okay. we, I don't know if you guys addressed this okay. because we uh, interested. Me and C Rose talked about him and how he went to Boone and says like, "I don't need to be out there right now. I, mm. I don't deserve to be out there. I need to work my way back into that role because I'm not right." Yeah, where where do you stand on that as backs I, I, player? And- well, um, I think it's perfectly fine to go to your manager and, and say something like that. If you're not feeling right, you don't want to personally. You don't want to get thrown out there right and lose ball games for your team. And I think that's admirable, admirable of him not to be just selfish and be like, "That's those are my endings. I want to go do that. So I right. think it's good that he went and did that. And then was it Boone? Did he bring that up without, like, talking to Britain? Because he brought it up to the media, right? Or did or did Britain say it in the media? Britain brought it up, right, BBD? My memory is of Britain being the one that brought it up. Okay. But, I, Cause, cause but I, I, I could be wrong. Because uh, Britain. I'm pretty sure it was because I think Britain, he was trying to do, Britain was trying to do like the New York fan route, I think. This is just my opinion, where he was going to be like, you know, basically saying exactly what you just said. Like, I should be pitching better, so I don't deserve the closer role. What happened that day was they went to extra innings with the White Sox again, so Britain's in for a save, and now you have a player on the mound in the role that he said he shouldn't be in. Sure. So I think that was unfortunate timing, but with the way the bullpen was getting used, that's kind of how it played out. So interested to see. I know Britain, his fastball ticked up one of the last times he was out, but. And I and if I remember right, I'm going to try to look at the play-by-play, but I think the run he did give up in this game, it was like, is another one of those like kind of bad luck stuff happening. There's some cheapies. Okay. I'm going to go look. But. I mean that's he's such a big piece, you know, on any team that he's that he's on. When he's going right, it's really hard to string together enough hits to score a run. Right. Cuz he doesn't give up 
big homers when he's right. And that includes not walking people. Like, if he can get ahead of hitters and throw strikes and make people put the ball in play, you're just not going to get, like, three hits against the guy. Right. And that's what he brings to the table. That's what guys like him that throw that ball that sinks and he's got a good ground ball rate, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and he, now that I'm looking at his game log, I mean, August really got knocked around. Um, But it's also six innings, but almost every time he was getting hit. Uh, This inning, you know, He's come out for how many appearances? Nine? Ten? Ten appearances. In August. In August, yes. Um, and he's only given up, he's given up runs in three of them, which, again, isn't great, but it's we're baby steps in the right direction. But, no, I, I think that's – and, you know, I, towards the second half of this show, I think we'll talk some bigger picture Yankees thing. And Zach Britton is one that definitely has to be put in that bucket because you're right. Like, when he's Zach Britton, yeah. the eighth inning's done. Yes. And you're not scared of, like, the homer ball because he doesn't give that up. Yeah. Like, and even when he's in trouble, the double play ball is such a threat. That Absolutely. He's, a, he's like a calming presence on a team that, yeah, Yankee fans are mentally pushing him aside. Lasagna's been so good. He'll you be know, back. Chappie back. If Zach Britton. Whew. This is nice to get him in a, in a sort of a high leverage situation against the Twins who, like, you know, in Yankee Stadium just don't play yeah. well. So I think that was a nice – Nice uh, outing for him to get into that first game. Yeah, and and, the, and in this game, what ha- he got, it was it was Angelson Simmons reached on an infield single, then a wild pitch by him. So I guess that's Britain's fault. But then then it was Jorge Polanco, who's been there like hottest hitter. Hot, he's been hot, and he mm. gets it, lo- it looks like not even a lot. He gets like a bloop single. Yeah, it's good. That's, that's I mean, so baseball. if that's the way it's gonna happen, that's baseball. Uh, Tyone, 5.13 Ernie's. I don't think he gets an award in this one. Um, 81 pitches. Did anything look different to you, BBD? He looked, like, really good. People were getting, like, cocky about it. And then the line gets ruined a little bit with the, right, the homers and cl- stuff. He's clean through five. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess not worried about that. You pitch five shutout innings. And then he's been good too. Whatever have Trev, he's been so good, man. That's awesome. Um, I like him. Good dude. Good yeah. dude. And uh the pitching has been good and it's looked good. Like earlier this year, he had a couple good starts, but it was really just like high fastball only, and you're like, Yeah. I don't think you can live off that. But um okay, so I mean the other guys in this game I think we're gonna talk about a little bit more later, but God. Luke Voigt, Velasquez, and hey, Higgy with a big shout-out. Huge yeah. game. Three RBI. Yeah. Double and a homer from your backup catcher. And they turned out to matter. Yeah. He had all the series because he played the last game too. Higgy's another guy. Here's a hot take on this Talking Yanks episode. Higgy's the man. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Higgy's the man. Yeah. Um, uh, game two. It was, it, it was close. No, it wasn't no. close. No, no, no. no. Game two, no, Nestor Cortez Jr. Mm. versus C. Barnes. I feel a little rude, you know, especially after today. Charlie Barnes wasn't currently in my book. 25, he'll get in my book. Lefty, Sumter, South Carolina, sure. I think I know. Uh, I don't think he's in my book. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want it to be shots fired at him. But, 
Uh, the Yankees, man, four spot in the first. It's six nothing in the second. Judgey, Velasquez, Voit, Voit, um, and Nestor with another casual seven innings, two Ernie's, and man, a hundred four pitches. The ERA is at two five six. Might hear more about him. Yeah, man, yeah. and it's fifty six innings now. It's, I guess, it's interesting because it's seven starts, fifteen games played, but. Yeah, I mean, Nestor, it's crazy that we've come to believe in this from Nestor um, when he was a Yankees party trick for a little while this season. They used Joely and Kerner out of the bullpen. Um, and this is this was kind of the Voight show. Uh, four RBI, four hits. He does the water bottle smash. He did do that. It's all over Twitter. And I think we're officially at the point this season where if Luke Voigt has a big game, everyone's going to be like, whoa, like Yankees, Voigt, he's got to play every day. Like I know we're kind of there, but anytime he has a two-hit day or more, people are going to go nuts, and they should a little bit because well, he deserves, he to, deserves play. to play. That's the biggest <laughs> you point. Know, look, if, if, if there are days where he can't because, well, I don't know why he wouldn't be able to play. Right. Like don't give him the day <laughs> off. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't. Yeah. He's... He's feeling good right now. You don't bench that. You don't bench that. And this 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 game, the the ten two game. Yeah. I don't know if it was Dan or Joe's. Sure. Someone tweeted out like Twins, take this guy out. Like he's literally dying on the hill. Yeah. So Charlie didn't about to die. Yeah. Then that's one. Man. They probably told him like, "Hey, buddy, you got, you you got to fill these innings up. Yeah. You, got, it's, you know they're your innings. So wh- whatever happens, happens. And that's that's tough, man." Chuck Barnes. What, what was the line? Five innings pitched, eight hits, seven earned runs. Okay, so he settled down. Five walks, two Ks. How many How many of those runs were in the first two innings? So six of them. Okay. So, I, I mean, hey, good for him for bouncing back and giving them some innings, but um, probably not the start Twins fans are looking for. No. Um, <laughs> and, hey, DJ. DJ pulls one. That's kind of yeah. new. It, well, J- Jimmy, who this probably would have been an award if it were a normal episode, but uh, he was he and I on the on the plane the next morning. We're going through some stats, or he he was telling me about uh, some spray charts he was looking at. Ooh. And DJ is like, he just never pulls a ball in the air unless it's that homer down the line, right? And he has like a few of those. But as a Yankee, he has like no flyouts to left field, and like his ship, the shifts they put on him is funny because does he pull breaking balls? This one was. This is a breaking ball? That makes sense. This one was. He, he's so good, like that inside out, staying inside the ball, taking the heater up the middle other way, and then you get an off-speed pitch, and you're just naturally going to catch it a little bit more out front. This was a 76-mile-per-hour curve. So, yeah, I mean, for me, DJ in power, I just I need to see a little more. I'll get in the box. You course. know what's going to happen with him? He's going to get into the playoffs and just go on a run. Just find the he's porch. He's going to go on a run. Okay. Yeah. Now you're starting to get this as a Yankees. No, podcast. I mean, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> thinking about it. At, like, he hasn't had a run yet this year. He's a good hitter, man. man. Like, he's going to get hot at some point. And correct me if I'm wrong, BBD. Like, has he had a, a two week stretch yet? He's had. He hasn't been like red hot at any point. He's had like, he's had like a month long stretch of like, oh, the numbers are like good and what. You would take as you would certainly take as like a DJ LeMay month if it was, 
if the other times were what we've been getting for two years, where he's been an MVP guy. It, it's kind of bizarre. Like, the last 18 games, so three weeks. Oh, yeah, you got it up. Yeah, his August has been DJ's the closest we've gotten. Yeah, 320, 407, 874 OPS, which, again, I know the one homer feels weird, but at least the doubles are sneaking up. Because for a while, there was just no extra base hits. But, man, I guess that's where we're in a sick place with DJ when... 320, 407, 874 still doesn't feel like his max powers, but man, yeah. if we get that guy the rest of the way, you'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, we'll be more that than that. And in that in that span, eleven walks, seven Ks. So he's seeing it good. Or eleven wa- eleven walks, nine Ks. So yeah, that's how you know you're locked in. God, if you got good. if you have more walks and strikeouts in a certain stretch, you're man, just seeing the ball. That's really interesting because I know. One of the Yankees' other hot streaks as a team this season, I think, was one of DJ's hot streaks. And obviously, the Yankees are super hot right now. But the 18-game stretch I just cut out was 15 and three. How did you do that, by the way? I need to learn Dude, how to do you'll that. like this. Uh, baseball Reference game logs. Yeah, you go to game logs and you just highlight it. So you can't like jump around, but if you do, like, it'll do whichever. Okay, you tell me you after. Want. Yeah, no, I mean, Sorry. people probably don't need that live. <laughs> and then. <laughs> The final game, Cole World, um, Maeda, who, I mean, Trev, I'll, I'll ask you. I haven't heard anything about Maeda this year. He was hurt, right? He got hurt this game. Um, he's He's been good enough. Yeah. Ish. He, you know, nobody's really done great things. Yeah, the twins it hasn't this year. been a huge Twins year. You know, Polanco's had a nice year, and there's been a few streaks of a couple of different hitters, and. Rios was doing all right, but he gone. Yeah, uh, and Cole does his thing. Six innings shutout. He was nasty, dude. The him and Donaldson stuff at this point. Have you, have you ever been a part of something like that? Where, because I mean, these guys didn't brawl, but they got into a pretty big verbal, yeah, like out there. Yeah, and Cole's kind of been nasty. <laughs> two really big names going at each other in the media. It doesn't happen that often in baseball. Uh, but really, Cole's—he's he's owned he's owned the head-to-head matchup. Yeah, well, the numbers are something like zero for eleven with seven Ks or something. Yeah, that's at that point. Yeah, what are you gonna do? That's like me—you know—I I can't like go tell Scherzer he's—I can't go call him out. He's a year one for seventeen off me. That one though, I got that one. Yeah, I dropped that though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one for seventeen. <laughs> that's embarrassing. I'm like so proud, I'm proud of one for seventeen. One stuff. more than everyone listening. Sorry, you had to hear that from Trevor. Uh, Stan and Voigt, the big boys, goal line package. Um, they they stretch out the lead with a couple big doubles. Honestly, the story of this game is Velasquez homers, which Believe just it. the coolest stuff ever. Squid, Squid Squad, shout out. Um, his family. Let me tell and you. Let me tell you. He was like the story of baseball. I think. With his family's reaction and stuff? Squid. Yeah. Saturday night, they, they call the game. Yeah. So all the boys are going out Saturday night. Ooh. Squid was having the time of his life on Saturday. There, there's Trevor. no doubt in my mind this guy was out in the town. That I don't have proof of that. point. He might have been home no. with Mama no. eating a nice dinner, no. but he better not have been. Wow. Does anyone have – was anyone – Anyone in the chat, did you uh, see any Yankees out? Did you because see Saturday Velasquez night, out? Saturday night, they knew the Sunday was off and the Monday was off, right? They don't play Monday. 
or do they? They, they play, play Monday. Monday. Okay. They have a, a two-game set with Atlanta. They're off Wednesday. So, they, uh, they canceled today, yesterday. So they, so they yes. knew today was off. Yeah, so last night. So that's a pretty good point. No yeah. game the next day. You think Stanton was out? Kid from the Bronx. You think, you think Stanton took Velasquez out? <sighs> Ooh, that's interesting. Who who did oh, that? Oh, gee. So I guess this is a fun, this is a good talking <laughs> Yanks conversation because you know the Yankees the first half of this year they weren't fun at all. Mm-mm. They've started having a little bit of fun, and yeah, they're winning. Well, because you're winning, that's why. So I wonder because it's also dog days of August. So if you get a sneaky off day, a lot of players would like that. We just saw the Brewers today. A lot of them had off days tomorrow, yes. and a couple of them could have been blowing smoke up our butts, but most of them gave us a pretty genuine like I'm chilling. The difference, Jake. But you get a sneaky off day. No, Kid from the Bronx yeah. hits his first homer. The difference is we're in Milwaukee, bro. No <laughs> oh. offense. It's a Yankees pie. You can it. No offense. We're in Milwaukee. Yeah. You're not going to go out on a Sunday night in Milwaukee. You're in New York. Yeah. You hit your first bomb in the show. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Yeah. Did it in front of all the family and friends. That's uh, that's point, Trevor. Um. Golly. That's point, Trevor. Um, Rizzo stole a base at some point. Yes, he did. Straight steal. Straight steal. Which, again, don't even know how to compartmentalize that yet. Just winning off of Jeffers. Jeffers was down on one knee. I think he saw that. It was like a mid count, and he just took off. Jeffers double clutched. Safe. Can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he got six bags, I think, this year. Picks his spots. Judge third in center field. Is Guardy on the IL? He isn't on the IL. But Florial's up. But they said, they called him up. They said, because he got hit by a pitch in game two. Right. Um, And they said he was still, like, sore from that. So they called up Florial. And I think Gio's, like, close. So if they decide when he if mm. he's going to come back, I don't know, Thursday or something, Guardy still isn't good, and then backdate him. That's Gio's spot. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess I guess we did miss a little bit of the groundskeeping. Uh, Geo rehab today. Did we mm. well? And he went three for four, I think. That sounds right. So that's someone that we haven't. Yeah, I'm, I, for, I forgot about him. Trev, it's, it's a big piece. It's the weirdest thing about baseball, and I feel like it doesn't apply to other sports. Like, if the number two player on a basketball team goes down, like you're like, oh, you know. The the Milwaukee Bucks are playing, but Middleton's hurt tonight. He's not playing. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can notice that. You watch a baseball game every day, and a guy goes away for a week, 10 days. Unless it's like Shohei or Trout or one of those guys. Even Trout. Ch- Chuchy, even Trout, bro. Even Trout. Shohei's just yeah. <laughs> you know, Shohei's 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 like, show. <laughs> you want to watch this? Yeah, it is like that because you you want to know why it's 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 every day. Yeah, so you got to move on. And I guess the Yankees have been fun and winning. So like Tyler Wade being good and Velasquez being good, that also helps you forget. How how is that going in Yankees land? Tyler Wade being good right now is it? Are people happy for him? It's an interesting conversation. A lot of people, Trev, you know the kids like the receipts. Okay, a lot of people have bad receipts. Yeah. Not people me. have bad receipts. Not you. Not me. Not you. I mean, that's my, that's my guy. Yeah, that's my ticket. Um, 
if you're a Yankees fan and you're standing on the table and being like, start Tyler Wade at second base next year, you're a little too far in the deep end. If you're yeah. someone that's not getting this current stretch at all, you're too far in the deep end. He's still young. He's 26. Can I tell you something? He's getting a lot of run. I think he should be a starter somewhere. Right. Not Yankees, necessarily. I think that if that dude went to another team, he could become, like, an all-star. If, if, he, he, had had the to, all-star. if he had the chance to he like, has the tools. play a full season, like, team that kind of isn't going for anything crazy. Not that you can't be trying to win, but... The guy who can do a Maybe lot. Maybe not an all-star because it's very hard to be an all-star in the middle right. in, in the middle infield. Right. Like there's superstars that play middle infield, yeah. so it's hard. But at that level, I'm I'm glad you started there because I can <laughs> I can level it out a okay, little you're bit. Bring it down. It's what you're saying is so true, and it probably translate in WAR numbers. Like if Tyler Wade got a full year, like a buck fifty around second base, or maybe he bounced around a little bit. You're looking at probably like a three, three and a half, four war guy, which I know to a lot of people that doesn't mean much, but to a lot of people that means the world Um, because he's so good defensively. He's so fast that if he gets on base, I feel like we used to play this game as a joke on Talking Yanks was what does Tyler Wade's on base percentage have to be for him to be like an everyday player? For me, it's like 320. Really, that's just how good he is at the other stuff. There's an interesting argument because yeah, he gets on first base, he's on second base, right? So like that doesn't calculate in slugging, which I think it maybe should. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Like you get on first base, a stolen base slugging number. I mean, it's an extra base. Okay. Like, you don't get credit in your OPS for that. But uh, look, if people, I'm sure the chat is not happy with me saying that he could be an all star. <laughs> no, think this about the Yankees pod. They are happy. Okay, with think that about one. Geo. Yeah, like. You think anybody in Cleveland was like, oh, he's going to become yeah. a guy? But he gets yeah. some run with the Yankees, a new team, whatever. Like, they want him there, and boom. Oh. Now we talk about Geo and a light that you're like, you couldn't imagine, you know, anybody else at third base. So, whatever. Trev, the Urshela, for all the Tyler Wade truthers, the Urshela might be their argument. In Cleveland... God, in Cleveland, Gio Urshela had a 587 OPS. Um, yeah, I mean... It's 148 just, games. Like, that's... Change of scenery, you know, getting some run. And again, like, with an organization that you feel, like, wants you. That makes a big difference. Man, that, uh... I might steal that as a tweet later. I guess Tyler Wade has played 240 games. That's about 100 more. But he's got a higher OPS than Gio had in Cleveland. So that's a that's a funny way to look at it. <laughs> funny way to look at it. Um, let's go to awards. Okay. Uh, as you guys are watching, already realized this slightly different episode. And awards are going to be slightly different, but they're going to be brought to you by the Rise app. Oh yeah, Trev. We've actually let's crank it open because Poppy's had. Let a me big see it. Weekend. Let me see it. I I see. I couldn't even do it because I'm scared. Yeah. I don't get enough sleep. I, know I actually, I think I had an okay sleep weekend. For those of you that don't know, Rise is a science-based app. Makes it easy to improve your sleep, to increase your daily energy. It shows your sleep debt, which we really like. I currently have oh seven God. and a half hours of sleep debt. <laughs> it's a little high. It's a lot. 
Uh, last night didn't help me, the 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift. I'd normally like to be in bed before that. Um, <laughs> I had a nice... Depends on the night. Had a nice little commute in. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, but what has really helped with this, and I'm probably going to do it tonight because we're looking to reset or go to the casino, Trev, um, is that when you see that sleep debt, it actually speaks to you, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Like, I kind of got to get a sleep It is true. When like that number starts getting up there, yeah. Uh, so, with the cushy dreams from before, I think tonight will be a good sleep night, and you should get the Rise app. Uh, man, your circadian rhythm, Trev, I'm always telling you about this, dictates yeah, you your personal energy peaks and dips throughout the day. If you're one of those people, you get that 2.30 lull, maybe it's your sleep. So, go check it out with the Rise app. Go to risescience.com slash yanks and download the Rise app today. Try it free for seven days. Wow. Most Rise users feel the benefits in just five days. So try it today. Learn more about your sleep energy levels. Tell us your sleep debt and stuff. Tweet it at BBD all the time. Uh, whether you want to become a morning person or less exhausted, improve your productivity or daily energy, Rise is the power behind your next best day. Yeah. You know, there used to be... Whoa. A, there was a time where people sleep shamed. Whoa. If you slept too much, you were like... Dude, you, you, that's you be so true. And now, thank goodness, because of people uh, and apps like Rise... Dude. You can sleep and not like be called a, a lazy bum. RiseScience.com slash yanks. Rise app, try it free for seven days. Trevor, that's an incredible point, man. And, dude, All right. I think you've probably heard me say this at this point. Every 20 years, look at how much more smarter, <laughs> good English, humans get. Yeah. Like, you go back 20 years. Yeah. Like, if if you went to the Minnesota Twins 20 years ago and you said, you know, I I need my sleep and I need massages every day, what would they have told you? They would have, uh, <laughs> you know, spit their tobacco at my shoes and <laughs> handed me a six-pack of beer and said, you'll be all right, kid. Not just the Twins and Yeah, that's not just the Twins. That's like, but that's. Baseball. That's oddly true. Yeah. Um, I would have called soft. Football coaches used to not give guys water. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. if you go back like another twenty years, that's insane. You don't deserve water. Well, not that long. So hey, maybe uh, take the science stuff seriously. Um, we're gonna do awards. Let's do Pride of the Yankees. BBD. Do we have the? Can I? Uh, you mentioned the casino. Mm. Did you know I I put BBD on last night because he said he's a math guy, right? Ask me how it went. Talking baseball, math pod, how'd it go? Not good. You guys went to a rig casino. Hit the sound. Pride of the Yankees. It's a casino. Didn't say no, I am a math guy. There's no real dealers. No, it was like, all that's It was online blackjack. That's literally just telling a computer what you want to win to get yeah. money from it. If there was ever what? a time where I like became anti-robot, yeah. it was last night. Pride of the Yankees, Trev, is a very prestigious award we give out on this show. I like the way you said that. Thank you. Um, and it goes to someone from the Yankees that made us feel pride this series. And I, being a gentleman, will give you the honor of who you think of of a pride of the Yankees. Maybe this series or maybe someone you're just trying to get off your chest a little bit. I'm going to give this to Luke Voigt. Give me the full name again. Yes, Lewis Linwood. 
And I think I owe him an apology. You do. You actually do. Well, I don't know. I was right, though. <laughs> uh, I said... For 48 I, I can, hours, you were very right. Yeah, you know, I said in the offseason that the Yankees sh- should consider trading Luke Voigt. Coming off the year he had in 2020, uh, he's already he's 30 years old, and it's a death sentence. That's what everyone always says in the big league. So, you know, I, I said maybe the Yankees should have done that. Then he's been hurt, underperforming all year. And I made it a point to, yeah. to say, I told you so. Yeah. And then Luke Voigt came, and Anthony Rizzo came, and then there was no room. Mm. And then Voigt had the press conference saying, like, look, I don't know how there's going to be room, but there needs to be room. Yeah. I'm that guy. I'm that kind of player. And I like that, that he did that. But I, that would only last five minutes. You got to back it up. And what he did this series was back it up. What, give me the stats again. I can't see that. Hey, uh, yeah, BBD, if, if there is a Mac charger. Oh, yeah, you're, you're on dim. Oh, actually, I just dimmed it. There is one in my bag over there. I'm I got to lean in to see the 7 for 13 <laughs> with eight ribbies against the Twins. That's <laughs> having a series. That's, yeah. that's telling me shut up. Hey, yeah. Coach Trav, shut up. Whoa. Uh, was getting a little echo there. Yeah, I mean, eight. Eight ribbies. Eight RBI in three games. And now how do you sit that guy? You can't. Charger flying in. Love that. So that's my prestigious Yankee award. He's put it on the table, backed it up, and now if you're Boone, what are you going to do? That's the great question. What what the Yankees do and what I think John Boy, David, a lot of Yankee fans are on. The Yankees love rotating rest. Um, so between DJ Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, and Voight, I mean, you can basically give each one of them an off day per week. And that's kind of how the Yankees think. And if they do that right, it's really cool. Because when we get to October, you know this, dude. I'm talking baseball come October, how much we're going to be talking about rest and guys who are overused and that guy looks worn ah, out. Not position players, though, man. Come on. Last year was 60 games. Like, that's just going to be a big topic. So I do know what you're saying. That conversation is going to be more pitching and bullpen and starting pitchers. But I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a conversation. That being said, BBD, have we seen the full power lineup? Yeah, it was, they called it, what did they call it, BBD? The goal line? Goal line package. Well, even then, because there was a goal line package, Lou Voigt was leading off, DJ sat. Right. And DJ's been doing well. Um, so, I guess, so I guess we, we technically have not oh, okay. seen it. So, so yeah. Giancarlo's in right when, when he's playing, he's going to play right field. So we haven't seen Gary Sanchez, Rizzo, DJ. And I think, yeah, and I think Gary sat that That's game. a big lineup. And we haven't even the left side of the infield, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but Glaber, Geo, slash kid from the Bronx, mm. um, and T. Wade, who have been killing it. But then Gosh. you have uh, Judge in center, Gallo in left, Stan in right, which <laughs> that's a big boy lineup. That's a big boy lineup, yeah. That's Seven hits, lineup. four of them extra base hits, eight ribbies in three games. You got to play that guy. I love his swing too. It's so weird. It's I actually, fun, so I watched it's a fun swing. I watched a, a a highlight of his, and I kept going frame by frame. And as I did that, like the still image just got like sillier and sillier. 
Mm. He has his leg up the whole time, and he creates crazy torque on one leg. Yeah, but like it starts going before he plants. It's uh, but it, it you know what he does, man, is he creates so much space, and you know how this is. You got to get the hands through, right? I'm you a hitter. Tell me, you got to get the hands through. I'm a hitter. He creates so much space. He's able to. He, he opens those hips up, but his hands do stay tight. Yep, and his head. You think it's going to leak forward, and then he comes and just it sits right there. Stays behind the ball very well, and that's why he has that that power to right field. As we were learning who Luke Voigt was, that gentle leg kick for such like a big, powerful man is so nice, especially when he's dialed in. Um, man, they have to play him. His numbers on the year are starting to look... Good. 790 OPS. I mean, 790 OPS, and this was a guy that, through his first, I mean, I'll bring up the stats on it. He was off to a bad first 30 games, which happens to a lot of people in baseball, by the way, especially when you're hurt. Yes. Bad 30 games around several different injuries. Knee surgery and an oblique, something else, another knee thing. I mean... Cheese and rice. If you do from July 3rd, July 3rd, which we're now coming up on two months. Now, he hasn't been playing every day. Only 20, yeah, 21 games. Like you games. had an in that but, period. But, but how's your 342, 419, 984 OPS? I'll this take is it. A, this is a guy they're debating playing. Yeah. I don't think there is a debate. I mean, he's playing. They're going to get big guys they rest have to get days. creative. That's Booney. Yeah. Got to earn it now, you know. Like get that lineup, figure out those rest days. Uh, you know, see who's hot, who's not. It's hot. Tell me yeah. who hot. Who's it's easy hot. enough now to not like play Rizzo every day for like these this two week window while he comes back from COVID and stuff and and all that. It's easy enough to get him extra days off, get void days that way. Hey, can I do this? Sorry. The Italian hand? Am I allowed to do that? Are you asking me as a Yankee fan? I'm not or Italian. Italian. I'm not Italian. I think the Italians are fine with it. I think yeah, the I Italians like, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they like. I'm showing Italian. it out of love. Italians love it. Man. I just, you know, for oh, those man. podcasts only, we're doing the Italian hand. Though. Obviously, you know it. You know the hand signal. No, I. Uh, this means so much. It's like emphasis. Well, what else? Like, is there going to be a day when people look at me as like a proud Italian American? Aren't you? Well, no, I already am, but, like, I'm saying in, like, society. Like, when people Google, like, proud Italian, like, when you do the Google searches and you scroll to the right for a while, like, can my name be the 23rd head? Oh, like, you're, like, the... Like, if I Google... You're, like, a top Italian in the U.S.? Oh, man. We could name a lot of famous Italians. Let's see. Do people pop up? Like who would you name we're, right now? We're Googling proud Italians. Who would you who would you list <laughs> as proud Italians? Like for me, uh, uh, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Ever heard? Of, ever he heard was of? my first one. Uh, Giada. <laughs> Excuse me. She cooks. Giada yeah. at home. I'm not okay. So now we're just doing Giada. Cooks. I don't know her last name. Lauren Knight is. Giada be fresh. I don't know uh, how to pronounce stuff. Um, I mean, put me on the spot here. I'm just saying, like I, I don't. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, yeah. Okay. De Niro. De Niro. 
But like that's kind of you know Drew Butera, Drew Bu, <laughs> Sal Butera, Joey Gallo, now Anthony Rizzo, yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Giamatti. That's an interesting one. Oh, I love that's Paul good, Giamatti. That's, that's a good name. Oh, um, sideways, Trev. That's a great pride of the Yankees because I think he served in the series, and I like that you I get apologize. to give a little apology, but also compliment yourself because you were kind of right, and the Yankees were trying to trade him pretty hard. They would have gotten a lot for him. This and that well, was his. Peak. I think that I was know, the problem. That was oh, his off. In, in you are season. very right there. This off season, Luke Voigt led the league in homers last year. He's like sixth MVP. Yeah, Trev. His okay. Last thing I'll give you on Voigt. His yeah. career numbers. Pretty good. Eight seventy six OPS. Yeah. Three hundred twenty five games. I that's I, like, I wish I could hit like that. That's Still a be, be playing. It's a sample. Um, BBD, I think what I'm going to do, um, I think I need to snake in the grassy a little bit because mm. I'm not sure which pitcher deserves it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the kid from the Bronx, Andrew yes. Velasquez, um, hits his first major league home run mm-hmm. to the porch on Yankee State. A laser. Family in the crowd. Yeah. National game. Yep. Yeah. And with the Talking Yanks John Boy Media platform, you give that a little boost. Andrew Velasquez was being talked about. Um, man, I can't imagine. Um, I forget if it was Lindsay Adler or who it was, but someone tweeted it out about... How many kids from the Bronx have that dream? Oh man. <laughs> yeah. You know? And when you when you really think about that and you think about being a little kid and what you what you dream about when you're little that you look back now and you're like, Wow, Jake, you know. Wanting to play quarterback was probably a bad idea. Mom was right. You're too short to play quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's none in the league. I was going to throw Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, but yeah, just out there. They got like four or five on Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, Actually, what's uh, Kyler? Kyler's putting up a fight for me. Kyler Murray. He's listed 5'9". You're going to like this throwback name. Which one? Chris Leak? Chris Leak? He was short. Good ball. I think he was like 5'10". Which still has me. I'm Googling. Um, Andrew Velasquez, he puts up another casual three for ten this series. Uh, The home run. His defense at short. I said this before the Velasquez train was leaving the station. Cool phrase, Jake. Um, I love watching him play shortstop. I think the phrase I used was, I hope... I hope the Royals bring him to camp next year and they let him play 150 games at shortstop because I could see him winning a gold glove. Um, I don't know how this ends, guys. He's 27 years old. Rosters expand. Um, in what? A week, BBD? Yeah, but they expand from 26 to 28. And actually, he has an option, right? We always think he doesn't. But because he's mm-hmm. with the Yankees org now, he does... He's, he's playing. Hey, I don't know if this is a memory. I don't know if he can find a util role with the Yanks. I don't know if he gets a shot next year. He he hit a homer. It's in the book forever. It was in the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. It doesn't get much cooler than that. Um, 
My man, Andrew Velasquez, pride of the Yankees. Like that. And you know what? Screw the homer, man. Like, awesome. He hit, you hit a homer. I get that. That's going to stay with you forever. But, like, he's helping the Yankees. Like, he's Shortstop. part of this run. Yeah. Dude, that's more important than any home run. Like home he's, run first home run, though? Yeah, but, dude, he's in the thick of the turnaround. Yeah. Yankees were dead. D-E-D. They were dead. And then he comes, and, you know, I know he hasn't done it all himself, but he's been there. Been he's there. had some good games, and he's gone now with nine in a row. Big big lead in the wild card now for the yeah. Yanks trying to catch the Rays. I Oops. mean, that's, that's, that's I think, that's cooler, just being a part of that. As a, as a kid loving the Yankees, to be able to do and uh, have a run like this, put yourself back in the postseason picture, good for him, man. It's really cool. And he seems like a good dude. He does. I, yeah. I had the thought during his most recent game that, like, huh, his parents have been, like, a lot of these games. I remember, well, that's because they, they live 10 minutes away. Yeah. So, funny. so they can go. <laughs> they, can go they, they can get there. We got we to gotta shout out Joe's with the funniest. That's the that's a clip of the year for me as far as, like, baseball I'm, analysis. I'm starting to dislike Joe's McFly. He's too good. Because... Some of his shit is so fucking funny, and it's so <laughs> natural. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Um. <laughs> he said, he, "He said that's the Bronx training him because if you ever ran for the bus in your Tims, you know what that's like." He goes, "Them shits weigh ten pounds a piece." <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Velasquez is fast because you." Grew up in the Bronx wearing tips. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's the only way to explain it. And then you can immediately imagine yeah. Squid wearing Tim's oh, and yeah. chasing a box. Oh, in the my Bronx. God. Like, I bet. Oh, man. I bet me and Squid have some outfits from, you know, for me a couple years ago that I think could have just swapped. <laughs> little, little white V, some jeans, the Timbos. Baby chain. Um, good award by me. Uh, BBD, I, I give you the honors, my good man. Jake, Trev, giving out a third pride mm. this week. Because mm. the Yankees, they sweep. Uh, and we're just playing by different rules. And uh, I am going to go with Nestor Cortez. I like it. Nice. Kind of had to go to one of the pitchers. And I'm going to lean Nestor, and here's why. Mm. Um well, and the stat line, I think overall, just it just is better. We can debate that, but uh, but on the season, this last start, his longest start of the year, both by innings pitched and by total pitches thrown. So now, on top of being just effective in every role the Yankees have put him in, he's now just giving length, which is nuts. He's gone into the sixth inning his last three starts. Um. Through five, his last five starts, he's just, I mean, it's becoming commonplace for him to just be a good pitcher for the Yankees now. It's like, it, it's crazy. Um, it's, we, it, we've been doing a lot of talk about, about playoff roster stuff just like around the office. And it's like, Nestor probably deserves a spot, but he also was good in the bullpen and stuff. And, and, just a lot of fun conversations to be had about Nestor, and the Yankees are good now, and Nestor is a big part of that. And 
like him a lot. He's fun. It doesn't get much more fun on the mound. Uh, looks like a blitz ball game. Man, it's Cueto and then Nestor. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, Cueto had some big, big years. But, um, man, last two starts, Chicago White Sox and Minnesota Twins, both those teams can hit. Six innings, one Ernie against the White Sox. Seven innings, two against Minnesota. ERA on the year is two five six. Um, he's got a solid start against Seattle this year. He's got a good start against Tampa this year. Uh, 4.2 shutty against Houston this year. The Nestor-Cortez conversations, I almost don't have the heart to have yet. Um, when we talk Yankees playoff baseball, if he keeps pitching like this, there will be a role for him. Who knows what that looks like? But, man, this has to be one of those guys, Trev, I don't – Obviously, not going to name any names. There's a couple guys that you see in the league that you played with that you're kind of like. Or how about I'll do I'll do the best example of it because okay. this ends up being a compliment. Liam Hendricks. Sure. When you knew Liam Hendricks, mm-hmm. he was a young Australian starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. I'm searching for himself. He's now become this dominant, nasty closer. Nestor Cortez Jr. He's still young. He's 26. He's mm-hmm. b- he's been in the league a little bit. Fastball sits 91. Is there when you see that, do you think something's clicked or do you think it's maturity or do you think even the league changing around him has helped or small sample size or what do you point to? I think data helps guys like him. If he's using like the data correctly, and Jimmy, I think, put a tweet out about his spin efficiency. Yeah. He's got an excellent spin efficiency, meaning, like, his ball, that's, like, the definition of when someone says that gets on you. Yeah. Um, so his, his heater does play up. And then I think with a guy like that, he has to be, he has to be not perfect, but he's got to live on the edges of the zone. He's got to rely on some deceptiveness with his cadence that he does. Right. But if he's a guy that can continue to create that spin efficiency and then just kind of read reports and really dive in on where guys are weak and attack there, because I think that's the kind of pitcher he's going to have to be is attacking hitters' weaknesses yeah. instead of being the guy that just goes and Garrett Cole says, I don't right. care about your weakness. Here's my fastball. Here here's my slider. There's, you know, there's pitch design now. Um, there's advanced knowledge in how to sequence your pitches. Right. He could be a guy that, you know, is a model of success because of that. Uh, and I will say it, to BBD's point, he's been able to do something you've never been able to do in your life, and that's give length. Mm. It is Saving the bullpen. Nestor Cortez, you know, I, I don't know the, the roster enough to know if he's going to be have a postseason role. It's midnight on the East Coast. Trevor Plouffe's making fun of my penis. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so funny. I mean, uh, on the nerdy end of the spectrum, if you're a baseball savant person, go check out Nestor's page. It looks like a fairly elite pitcher. He's, miss- he's missing barrels, uh, expected batting average, all that stuff. And I do think, again, I think if a baseball person tells you where Nestor Cortez Lance in the baseball world, they're lying to you. 
Um, I think he could end up being a starting pitcher for the next few years and being pretty solid. I think he could be a guy that makes spot starts and jumps between the bullpen uh, in the next couple of years. Man, there. I love what you said, Trev. With all the data out there, you can pitch to guys' weaknesses because there's so many guys that only do their strengths now. We see yeah. so many pitchers yeah. that, you know, Emmanuel Classe, the closer for the Indians, he throws 96% cutters because his cutter's nasty. Yeah. So coaches tell him to throw that. Lance Lynn throws 90% fastballs, although one of his fastballs is kind of just a slider. And Yeah, what is that? that. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> but um, that if he can hit a player's weakness, and I think the – the one thing that's jumping out of my head now that does feel so different than a lot of other pitchers is he sneaks fastballs by guys. I think there's some spin efficiency and some mm-hmm. jump. I do think it's sometimes he knows how to pitch more than other guys in baseball nowadays that he just tricks a hitter. Yeah. He'll and, lull you to sleep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we've seen guys like this before. This sure. is not some new thing. Tommy Malone. Oh. Hot. We love Mill One here. And, you know, like obviously people now think, oh, Tommy. He, Tommy had some good years. Yeah. And that's an interesting time. Um, they, they pitch the same. You know, you have to pitch on the perimeter of the strike zone, present pitches as strikes, and make them fall out of the strike zone. He's changing his arm angle already, which I love. I wish more pitchers would do that. I like when a guy can come all from one arm angle. That's awesome. Right. But you know what's also awesome? If you could do it from down here, too. Yeah. And group that yeah. one too. And that for a hitter, it just adds that extra layer of you got to think a little bit. And when you get hitters thinking in the box, it's you're going to win. That's what Nestor's doing right now. I love the Tommy Mill one comparison. Yeah, give me some good Tommy Mill one years. I mean, 11 years in the league. Uh, you know, he's got a, you know, 20 26 starts, a 414 ERA, 31, 37. Yeah, that, that 2012 Tommy's pretty damn good. 31 starts with 3 Sev. You know, he he dropped it in the big leagues for a few. He years. hung. Tell me what. This I'll tell you what. That's a that's a nice big league career Tommy had. That's there. a really nice big league career. Keuchel does it. BBD. Any other Nestor thoughts? He's good. It's just it's tough to see a way to get him a real start in the playoffs if we if we have that opportunity because. And right now it's hard to to deviate from Cole, Jamo, and uh, and Montgomery. And then if Kluber comes back, it gives you four good September starts, and that's a guy you want to let start in the playoffs too. Uh, and, and even without that, Nestor, I guess then if if you have no Kluber, then yeah, Nestor can get a game four start. But is that even the best way to use him? Because he's he, he's he can so eat good. up innings for you if a guy goes out and has a tough start. You put you bring Nestor in for you know three four innings. You can open him. Yeah, you know he could he could be a guy that's a, a really good opener. You pair him and then you put someone out there a righty that throws cheese. Mm. Yeah, like, if this Luis well, Hill stuff's real, that's Trev. You've you've stumbled into a big conversation in Yankees land, and I think we're kind of at the hour mark. I think we do some big Yankee conversations. We're not doing Yankee MFR. Um, sorry, I think I joked about it not being part of the show the other day. And now I'm wondering if one of the me and BBD episodes, we copped out on that, because that would be funny. Um, no Yankee MFR. And I think BBD, at hour in, I think we skip regular old awards. I think we just, maybe we do yeah. a prayer for Jimmy. Oh, that wasn't an award thing we just did? That was Pride of the Yankees. 
It's a lot of awards to give out. There's normally a lot of awards on this show. Trev, the normal schedule for this show is two Pride of the Yankees. They each give a Pride of the Yankees. They each give a Yankee MFR, and they each give two awards. What's a Yankee MFR? Bad? Yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yankee motherfucker. We're Yankees. Dude, Yankee fans are real, bro. I don't like to we talk can't just give. All right, let me, we're not let do- me give no, it. We're not do- give no, we're not doing it. Right, no, no, no. They no. swept the Twins. All right, whatever. Fuck they always end do. up, you always got to do a workaround on a, I, a I, sweep anyway. I don't even have anybody that uh, in mind. I was just going to make one up quick. I can do it. No, we're not doing no. it. Not allowed. Okay, fine. Well, we are doing, we're going to talk some bigger picture Yankee stuff because guess what? We can, and we didn't know that about a month and a half ago. Um. And so, yeah, no regular old awards. And Trevor Plouffe, again, you host the number one baseball podcast in the land, co-hosted with a couple guys I know. Yeah. Um, the Yankees have made a real conversation. Before we talk about that, can we talk about Gabby Insurance a little bit? Yes. Did you do this? Because the sales yeah. team made, made yeah, us. Yeah, I did it, yeah. It's really this, easy. That's the story I it's tell. It's the story. I think, it's not a story. I think this – so Gabby Insurance, if you don't know, G-A-B-I – you punch in your information. What are you driving? You know, age, all that stuff. You punch it in, and it gives you all of the insurance rates. I think it's like something like 140 companies, progressive, nationwide, travelers, all in one place. This can save you a buttload of money, uh, mm. which we like. And, Trev, the story I like to tell, because I'm, I'm an ease guy. You know that. Okay. Sales team tells us, hey, you guys got to go on Gabby and check it out. You groaned. I audibly groaned. Like, I was like, is that a groan? What's a groan? There's no. Uh, <sighs> I think that's a groan. Oh man! Audibly made a noise. Was like, hey guys, like this isn't gonna end well. It's gonna end with me trying to do this, not doing it well. You guys are gonna be mad at me. I'm gonna be mad at myself. Super easy. Put in all your information. Gabby.com slash sign up slash step. Am I giving out the right one? Yeah. Uh, it's G-A-B-I dot com slash yanks. That's what you need to do. Um, save $961 per year on average. That's nice. 1000 bucks. Do you know what I like to do? Like that trip, play. Trip to Mexico. 960 You just think about, you know, how many nice dinners is that? Take your, take your, take your lady out. How many times nice do you do that? Nice dinner. I don't know. That's probably what in New York. That's like New four York? nice dinners, like nice for, dinners for like yeah. really, really nice. nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, other, that's where you're going to take for, that angel for that like, you have for like a weekly date night. You're looking at like nine. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, you're talking about the real. I'm ones, talking about bougie wrong. shit. Yeah, yeah. like memorable yeah. nights. I like that. I can give some recommendations in New York. Gabby insurance go check them out punch in your information save yourself a little under a thousand bucks if you like that mm. gabby.com slash yanks g-a-b-i it's like really easy it's like just I, like like you like if i if i'm remembering right please and i guess they'll yell at me if i have this wrong oh Ooh. but i think you like i literally just put my my email in and it found all the all the accounts that are connected to that for me and figured out the rates. I mean, now if you obviously that doesn't apply if you have stuff connected to different accounts, but if you do, it, that's like even one less step. 
We're an ease pod. Go BBD. It's very ease easy. Pod. We're a BBD pod. It's and also, <clears throat> also when I did it, I did remember that uh, that I still am like on my parents' insurance for everything. So that gave me a good laugh. When you I are a like, child. Oh, can't find out for yeah. sure if I'm getting. Yeah, you're a child. Yeah. 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 He's coming out of it. Yeah, well, weird. I'm less than two years from uh, people. People in a baseball stadium in Milwaukee screaming for him. There were, you know, you're a product of your environment. If BBD keeps hanging around guys like me and you, guess what he's gonna be? Savage. <laughs> Depends who he's spending more time with. Mm. Let's move on. Let's move on. Gabby.com/slash Yanks. Yanks. Got heavy for a second there. All right, Yankee fans, let's do some fun stuff. Trev's here. Trev, the Yankees have been on fire. Yes, nine in a row. Now, you are a huge part in Yankees Twitter, um, A, being a part of John Boy Media. Yes. RIP. He's dead. We might have to buy that robot that does breakdowns or whatever. I've already put a bit on it. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, you've been a big – you were Gary Sanchez's hitting coach yep. for the first part of the season. Uh, and you just – you love the energy Yankees Twitter brings. I've grown to love. <laughs> it's a lot. Absolutely love Yankees Twitter. I think for a little while early this season, you got punched in the mouth a little bit. Just seeing the not full. really. Gary Strong. I don't know. Maybe not. You enjoy the passion. Yeah, I think that I'm honest with Yankees Twitter, and they appreciate that, and I love their honesty. They do. They do, and we yeah. do. So, Trev, let's do some honesty. Let's hour. do it. Maybe that's it what we'll is honesty it. hour. Where are you at with the Yankees in the American League? We talked about it a little bit pre-show. Um, the lineup is long. Mm. It's deep. Mm. Um, the bullpen, guess what? Can be really good. Yeah. I think uh, you got to get the you got to get the guys the guy guys right. Mm. Meaning Chap and Britton. Um, I know there's some other guys back there. Cad Green, Lasagna. They're doing it, but you 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 preferably want to see Chapman and Britain get it going there. They they can compete with anybody. They can beat anybody, dude. Yeah. You know you're gonna pare it down to three starters in the playoffs. Um, that's for them gonna be Cole, Tyone, and Montgomery. Splash of Nestor, me. So that's the hot conversation in Yankees land. They called up Luis Hill, the rookie, three starts. He hasn't given up an earned run. And like you're oh, saying, yeah, yeah, I've watched him. And like you're saying with Nestor, he's a young, hard-throwing righty. Nestor, Boom. the funky lefty. That can be a fun game for piggyback. If they need, if they need that, right. they could also just be available as right. relievers. I think that's where it gets – like if I'm taking Cole Tyone Montgomery and matching him up with another AL team. Right. And now I'm thinking, like, most of the really good pitching is in the National League. I guess, they, I mean, like, even against the White Sox, who's the top three with the White Sox? You got Lynn, you got Giolito, and I'm missing somebody. Uh, Cease, Keuchel. You know what it is. So, they, you know, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, they, okay. they match up with everybody in the American League. Some of the, some of the teams in the NL, and you, you get their starting pitchers. The Brewers, for instance. Obviously, right. they have a big three. Right, that you're not messing with. Um, but as far as American League, where do you stand if you're the Yankees? You got to feel pretty good about your chances. Got to get out of that wild card game, though. You got to get out of the wild card game. They need the division, man. You don't want to be in that game. 
Sick. You work your ass off, play this type of baseball for the last two months of the season, the division. <sighs> that makes all the difference in the world to me. That's pretty obvious. So as we record this, it's four and a half back of the race. They only have one series left, BBD, right? The mm-hmm. end of the year. Last series of the year. It's a home home series for the Yanks. So the last series of the year, yeah. October. October, I think first and second and third? One to, I think one to three, yeah. Schedule guy. Um, I have a phone. What? They're going to hunt them down. It's a lot of games. Yeah, of course they can. I mean, look what they just look what they just did. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. I don't know. The Rays are so tough, man. Because BBD, you mentioned this earlier, and I said it in the open. The Yankees have the second best record in the American League. That's I factual, think it's third. right? It's third. It's third. Okay. Astros still one up. Either way. Yeah. On talking baseball, we've talked about the White Sox as a powerhouse all year. One of the most talented teams on baseball. The Yankees have passed them record-wise. Yeah. They're a game behind Houston. We've talked all year about how talented Houston is. And, you know, hate them, all that stuff from previous life, whatever. They're still a crazy, they talented good. baseball team. The Yankees are right there with them. And the Rays are four and a half up on everyone. Which, the Rays' current starting rotation... Is Yarbrough's back, Shane McClanahan, the young kid who he's gross, so we'll give him that. Waka, who's been getting knocked around. Patino, another kid, all the talent in the world, but he's got some <laughs> highs and lows. Arch came back. I forgot about that. He, uh, yeah, how did he do today? He had. I know he struck out three Set in the first inning. BBD's on Archer watch. I'm on it. It's crazy because I'm thinking like, man, they don't match up starting pitching wise. Now I'm going through the teams and I'm listing the first two guys and like they match up with everybody. Nobody's nobody has. I mean, it's like the Brewers. They have those three guys. Who else yeah. has three guys? I mean, the Dodgers, Phillies, Dodgers. It's all Phillies do. Yeah, Phillies do now. Oh no! Oh, yeah. what happened? One hit over two innings left with a hit with hip tightness. Arch. He was excited to be back too. That sucks. Hip tightness. All the good pitching in the NL, huh? That's interesting. Oakland. They're Oakland, you know. They have pitchers, yeah. but no, like, no one that's They crazy. have a lot of guys. Like, they have a lot of guys overperforming their careers to this point. Houston. And Bassett's hurt. Yeah, Houston, I would say. But then, you know, go ahead and name them. Yeah, I mean, Framberg, it's. Framberg, Grinky. Valdez. I think McCullers I mean, is having is, a really oh, good McCull- year. McCullers is back. Into, yeah, so Houston's going to be tough. I think everybody. Okay, okay, let's let's. We're in the truth tree. Yeah, truth tree. Where's the chat? Give me the pull that chat. You want up. the chat? You want to see what they say? Chat. We're staring at you. Houston's scary. Yeah. Houston's scary. It's okay to be scared. Do you have them scarier than the White Sox right now? Yes, I do. Okay. Houston, I I picked them to be in the World Series. I know this is a Yanks pod. It's okay. Um, but preseason, they're my uh, American League champion. Chip team, I don't think I've wavered from that one one time. Okay. Even though the White Sox are probably the most complete team on paper. Yeah. And to borrow your phrase, there is a world where they 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 can steamroll through the whole yeah. damn thing. That's true. 
Houston's battle-tested. They've been there, man. That means something. They know what it's like to play in those games. What do you think? What do you think is the pivot? Not the pivot point. For, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase this. Like, if the Yankees go to the postseason to be successful, like Cole obviously has to be Cole. Like mm-hmm. he's the kingpin of the rotation. All of that is Tyone kind of the. I mean, he's the number two starter at the playoffs start tomorrow. But importance wise. The Yankees have so many bodies in their lineup that a couple of them have to click in the playoffs. Like, it just becomes a math equation at a certain point. Is it kind of eyes on Tyone? Because, you know, Monty, we love Monty. You kind of said it best before we hopped on the mics. You said Monty is Monty, mm-hmm. which he's he's actually taken a baby step up this year. And his last postseason start, I think, was 4.2, 4.1 shutty against Tampa in that game four they needed to advance. So Yankees have that in there. I, I don't know. I, I'm not phrasing a question well. But yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, ty- look, he, yeah, you have to have a solid number two if you want to okay. go anywhere. Is that what you're saying? I guess so. I guess I'm just I'm, – I'm still a little nervous about it just because of the workload. That's yeah. the only reason. Um, it's it's okay to be nervous. I guess right this now, is man. my honesty hour. Yeah, let's be honest. Strip it down, baby. The lineup's nasty. The lineup dude. can hit. They got Rizzo and Gallo, Trevor. We've been talking about this whole trip, how balanced they are, and what that means. You can't, you can't, you can't game plan for them when you're going righty lefty, righty lefty, righty lefty. And before you could game plan later in the game with the Yankees with the reliever, because it was just a bunch of righties. You could bring in a nasty guy. You can't do that anymore. DJ leads off. Okay. Rizzo two. Mm, I love that. Judge three. Yeah. Gallo four. Mm. Stanton five. Say it to me. Tell me six. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Say it. I know you want to. Voight six. Ooh, or I thought Gary. You, I thought you were gonna go Odor. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go Odor. I thought you were gonna go righty lefty righty lefty. That's how you trick them into letting uh, letting Stanton face the lefty relievers. And I think this is where we need to tell you what Avarex is. Okay. (laughs) Avarex, Jimmy, and this is a Jimmy Memorial episode. R.I.P. He Googled the word. Is it Dutch? It's It's a Dutch word. It's a Dutch word that means... Something good happens now, but something bad happens long term. It, okay. it there's not like a, a, the an easy explanation in English. There's not a word for it. For me, it's I think the English comparison is give a man a fish eats for a day, teach a man a fish eats for life. Like sure, um, and that was Jimmy's original stance on Odor. Like, when he did something good, he was like, what does that mean? It was actually hurting the team that he was doing more well. Time. Yeah. We've grown since then. Okay. Because how can you not love Ruby? The big ears. All the love. Yeah. And, man, Well, if you're Joey Bautista. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Cracked him. Didn't knock him down, though. Dude, I can't even believe that's the same yeah. guy. Well, when we... <laughs> I don't remember if this was when we found the Avarex time or, or just when we got Rugi, but when we when we did the the, the, the look into it and remember, and realized Rugi was like twenty two years old punching like thirty one year old Jose Baptista. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he doesn't mess around, man. It's like a boy punching a man. When you got past, you you said Stanton five. Yeah. I was thinking you were gonna say Rugi, but then you said they're still fucking Gary and Luke Voigt, six and seven. Glaber and Glaber and Geo. And if you want to mix in some lefties, you could do a Rugi day or something like that. Wade has been playing very well. In the regular Facts. season, that's that's easy to do. Facts, Rugi's hitting a big playoff home run. I mean, that's obvious. Yes. 100%. And it will be at Yankee Stadium. It will be at Yankee Stadium. It'll be a He's bomb. He's going to pimp it. He's going so to hard. pimp it. <laughs> it might take him a minute and a half to get around the bases. He might, do, <laughs> he might do two laps. He might just keep going. <laughs> we so, we somehow ha- oh haven't even God. talked about in this series the the Rugi timeout home run thing. Which oh was, my God! <laughs> I've never seen that never before. Seen that. I kind of like it, and I'll tell you why. Okay. There are time. Like I told you when you start thinking in the box, yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> Call timeout. Realize you don't get it. Get back in. Got no time to think. And you just All crank. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big time. Don't think when you play sports moment. What is our What is our favorite pitcher, Jack Flaherty, say? Don't think. Don't think. Don't think. Don't think. Shout I out never Jack do. Flaherty. I never do. It's a um, perfect slogan for you. BBD. Any other? Um, I don't know. Yankees big picture stuff. You can bounce off Trevor. Trevor Plouffe. Um, looking through some stats. I mean, Gary only gets one game this series because. Uh, the schedule just kind of worked out that way. I got a question. Sure, I'm not in. Oh. The, I'm not all over the place. Open it up. Okay. We get this whole new training staff this year, right? Yeah. Or was that last year? They came in last year. They came in last, last year, season. but last year was. Everyone's still hurt, though. Are we? Are we? Yes are we giving? No. Are we giving snaps for them? Or are we giving thumbs down? Ooh, that's interesting. BBD. If the season ends. Ended today. Been a lot of guys hurt. So many of their IL things have been COVID so stuff, many. though. Okay. Like it had. Like I, I guess they probably have had their fair share of normal injuries, but and, and like technically they've broken the record with of like number of IL stints this year. But it's like it's not the same as other years, and maybe lately is. Skewed and it feels like we're back again. No, it's kind of big, man. And BBD, correct me unless I missed something. Is there another Kluber update? Is he doing one more rehab start? I think he's getting one more. I don't know when his last one was, or so, and and therefore when the next one will be. But he's getting one more, and then I think he's coming back. Because that if if it goes well, all that. Because Trev, that question at the beginning of the year. Kluber was kind of the guy that was circled. Kluber threw a no hitter this year. He threw a no hitter this year. They gave him ten mil. He was like good. he was like their big free agent signing. Yeah. So he's going to be making his third rehab start. Um, and man, that's where. Man, that Tyone question I brought up. Corey Kluber can throw a whole wrench in the thing, because dude, if he looks good. Oh man, that's what do you do? that's Averex. Av- right that guy's there. got Cy Youngs in the bag. That's what's that word again? Averex. That's Averex. If he comes back and like at first two starts are legit, could be Averex. It really could be. Yeah, or it could be nasty. 
It's tough, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, it's heavy stuff. Cooper's real deal. I want to wish him well. I want him to come back and do well. I, I don't want him to be Avrex. Right. Um, it's just tough because he's been gone. Can't, you can't really yeah. put a finger You're on gonna it. You're going to get he four got, starts. He got 10 the starts early in the year, and they were, for the most part, very good. But uh, now you're going to get, I don't know, five more. One more question. Final question of the episode. How are we feeling about Aaron Boone now? Because people were calling for his mm. head. Calling for his head. And that was what? That was like May. That was like June. I mean, the Red Sox series. When was that, BBD? The one was right after July? the break. Yeah. That was July. Only series they've lost since the break? Right. Um, I guess here's my thing. You know, you already know this. You can't run too hot on managers, yeah, because Aaron Boone isn't pitching so out much. of the bullpen. Aaron Boone, you know, you control a couple things, and that's why the Boston series was the closest I've been to like whoa, just because the decisions that were made. They brought in Zach Britton, runner on third. Down one or tied game. They needed to have the infield in, and they didn't have it in. They asked him after the game, why didn't you have the infield in? He's like, I kind of overlooked that. And that's one of those things that you listen as a fan, and you're like, what? Well, I mean, that's also on the infielders. How do, I mean, you got to know where to freaking play. I agree. I, I don't agree. need no. I don't need a coach to tell me to play in. Dude, look at how defenses operate these days. I know, they look but at coaches dude, that's an obvious situation you just told me. That was and it felt like it. That was a woe moment. Yeah, because because either way, you just wonder what's going on. Yeah, and at that point, the Yankees had just lost to the Red Sox again. the The full good juices weren't flowing. They had like cracked into it a little bit, but and that was kind of like, uh, where's this season really going to land? They didn't get Rizzo or Gallo yet, and you're like, are the Yankees not going to make the playoffs? And kind of what this whole Boone and company have been preaching with rest days and everything. What has it led to that you're like, wow, what are we going to be saying in a couple months? That being said. I do think baseball, man, reared its head and showed, A, players do a lot of the driving the bus. Yeah, like literally all. If Aaron Boone took over the Pittsburgh Pirates tomorrow, their season doesn't change. And if Shelty came over and ran the Yankees, I bet it'd be very similar. Mm -hmm. So, that being said. So, we're never, you just can't talk about managers anymore. Managers still do stuff, right? That that air there though, like not having the infield in, you know, making the bullpen changes and switches, and that's that's on him for the right. most part. There's obviously charts and graphs, and he's hot, he's cold, blah blah blah. But yeah. I, look, I'm I'm asking the question because now right. I feel like he's getting a lot of praise, mm-hmm. and a lot of the tweets I'm seeing are he held them above water until reinforcements showed up, and and for that he should be applauded. ABD. Yeah, I mean he. I'm with you on on just kind of. I never really get too hot, too cold about manager stuff, and and I've always, you know, generally liked Boone, j- just generally. But uh, 
and been more pro Boone than other people, even though I like Girardi a lot and a lot of people, you know, the big part of it was getting rid of Girardi, who was pretty highly regarded. Although Yankee fans hated Girardi when he was here, but the, you know, Twitter, whatever, short memories. Um, I don't know, like as much as, as we've had like some glaring mistakes like that, and we're very recently going into the, the Twin Series or after like game one of the Twin Series. I mean, they had the the seven straight games with saves and stuff. So right. if we're gonna kill them for all the bullpen management stuff earlier, we have to give at least some credit when when he, he navigates that seven saves uh, in a row, six different guys getting them, figured it out. So I don't, I don't know. He he deserves some. Some credit for this. I have no idea how much. Okay. Because, like, I don't know. The guys started hitting a little bit. And it's a brutal position. All the pitchers man. were doing it. So. Yeah. Basically, all you can you can gauge a manager by is how he talks to the media. And that's... Like, that's oh, I didn't like what he said. Yeah. He sucks. He does. And and he lies. So Oh, uh, that's what... That was a big thing early on the season. Because you never would say what's really happening. There's a couple things. It's been four true. years now. He's good for the New York media because he just dances around and throws stuff out there. And he kind of keeps the waters calm. California guy. California guy. California Yanks. And that's why they like him. A lot of California dudes on the Yankees. But when you're a real fan and you're engaged in the team, some of the boom quotes are just like, dude. Uh, but you know I what? I can't do anything. But Go around the league. His quotes all like aren't that. for us. Yeah. It's literally part of his job to have the quotes mean nothing. Yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah. That probably is like the number one thing they were looking for when they were trying to find a guy. And like being the opposite of Girardi as far as just like clubhouse yeah. tension stuff because they always you know, flip back and forth. Girardi was a bad clubhouse tension guy? He, the, the, tough. the phrasing they used was like, Girardi kind of just operates with like a clenched fist. He just Ooh. like is always he's always just uptight. Chill out. Clenched bro. fist was was the hey, it's late. Was the uh the the phrase that became like very used about him. Okay. He's got the the neck vein stuff. Well, all in all, to recap. Yeah. Yank sweep. Yeah. Nine in a row. Four and a half back of the race. Gonna catch him. World Series or bust. And that's being a Yankees fan. Go Squid. Uh, everyone, we've got about 800 people live right now. Um, and I think it's tw- 1230. Uh, wild. Monday morning. On oh, yeah. I love East Yankees Coast. fans. That's, I freaking love Yankee fans. That's why yeah. Trevor <laughs> And the series didn't just end. Yeah, yeah, the game didn't even happen today. And the guy that built all of this is currently with a dead hamstring next door. So, uh Everyone, go wish Jimmy well. Um, hope he gets better. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll have updates from the road. Uh, everyone here live right now, thank you so much. You guys are the best. Thank you to Trevor Plouffe, king of the world. Thank you to BBD, running it live, mm. <laughs> participating and running it live from a hotel room in Milwaukee. That's show business, baby. You guys are the best. We love you. We thank you. I think we're going to talk to you next Tuesday night, BBD. think so. Tuesday night, two-game Brave set. Oh, I love that series. That's oh, like a, that's, that's like that's an early 90s the, that's thing. That's kind of the ploof bowl right now. 
You love I Yankees love and Braves. Braves Twitter. I do. I do love both. They're two teams that have gotten hot recently. Wow. So yeah, that's fun. Two teams that were big favorites that struggled for a while and now rolling. That's I will root for the Yankees unless Max Fried is pitching. That's fair. That's I don't fair. think he is, right? I don't think so. Let's I would assume we know Actually, by now. Maybe, maybe he is. Um, thank you for letting me be a part of this. I, I know the Talking Yanks no, community Max is a very big, tight-knit, real community. Real. So here I am, but, butting in a little bit, but honored. Monday night, Ooh. Jordan Montgomery versus Husker. You know Ooh. Wow. And then give me the Charlie Morton. What's his name again? Heen dog. The heen dog. Ooh, the lefty, salt, lefty, Charlie lefty, salt Morton. man, Charlie Morton. Yanks are going lefty, lefty. Okay. Dude, Morton's stuff is gross again, by the way. Yeah, well, he's. And the Braves are hot, baby. Braves are hot. And then they NL go to rules, the rules, by the way. It's Oakland. in Atlanta. Four game, then four game set in Oakland. Oh, so Yanks are going to lose LA. the DH. Yeah. Fantastic. Um,. All right, okay, guys. So, so I guess there might not be Luke for it. <laughs> yeah. Glad you're hot, Luke. Uh, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are the best. We'll talk to you Tuesday night. Uh, let's go, Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go, Yankees. Mr. Jim.